welcome to my podcast. This is your host, Ray Lloyd, and this is All The Things. Good evening, my friends. Tonight, I wanted to talk to you about the diet industry, the chronic dieter, the on the wagon, off the wagon person. If that is you, keep listening. If it is not you, it could be you, so keep listening. (laughs) But my experience with this is that was me. I mean, literally, I can remember hours scrolling through Google, you know, Googling things like fast weight loss, quick weight loss, easy diet. I remember everything that ever worked for either my husband or people at work or people in my family, they would post, oh, you know, I'm counting points and I'm down, whatever. And another girl who did, you know, this, uh, eat this before this hour and don't eat fruit before that hour and all these little rules. And I was all over it. If you told me to count points and it worked for you, I was counting points. And if you told me to, you know, put balls behind my ears, I considered it. I ended up not doing it because I hated bananas. And apparently there's a day that you only eat bananas. I, uh, made pots of of uh, cabbage soup. I've drank the lemon juice with maple syrup and cayenne pepper. I mean, the diet aisle, the diet pill aisle in Walmart, me and that aisle were best friends. I was just all over it. And the problem was, is that that's all I ever did for 10 years is I jumped from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And you know, and people warn you off, don't fad diet. And I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to tell you to just to stop dieting altogether. Dieting indicates one thing. It indicates that you want to make change for now. It indicates that you want to make change until something comes along, whether it be your birthday or something sad or a stressful moment or when life gets hard. And I love when people tell me, well, you just don't get it. Life is hard. And it's like, do you think you're the only one who's cornered the market on hard? Do you think you're the only one who's cornered the market on busy? Like, I love those sayings of like, all right, well, if you want to win the world's busiest award, like, here you go, but you've won nothing else. You want to win the, oh, I'm so stressed out right now. I can't eat right. Here's your award, but you won't weigh in well. You know what I mean? Like, you got to pick your hard. And there are memes that say that and t-shirts and all that. And it's like, it's true. It's not going to be easy to make change in your life, but you're either going to struggle with dieting forever or you're going to have to just figure out a way to actually make permanent change. And, you know, I get a lot of questions like, well, what makes your plan different? Why have you kept your weight off for three years? Why are you helping so many thousands of people when everyone else, you know, January 1st, they all jumped on a diet? Well, I'll bet you the people who didn't sign up with me are already either struggling with that or jumped on to the next thing. You know, you have the drink this magical drink, take this magical pill, don't eat carbs, eat high carb, eat low fat, eat high fat, eat only protein, eat only fruit, eat vegan, eat vegetarian, eat pescatarian. Like there's so many options, right? And the reason why there's so many options is because everybody's chasing something. Some people are chasing optimal health. Some people are chasing skinny. Some people are chasing muscle. Some people are chasing body image. Some people are chasing happiness. Some people are chasing a number on the scale. Whatever it is, my first tip 
is make sure that the thing you're chasing is something substantial and understand that the thing that you're chasing is going to be fluid. It is going to change. So when I got on my plan and I hired my health coach when I had 60 pounds to lose, my why was completely different than when I had 30 pounds to lose. And then it completely changed till when I had 10 pounds to lose. And now it's a totally different reason for me keeping my weight off. So you have to constantly check in with yourself and say, okay, well, why am I doing this? What is going to keep my structural tension strong, that rubber band taut, so that if I don't keep my promises, it snaps back and hits me in the freaking face? Because I need to be reminded that if I'm making choices that aren't congruent with my ultimate goal, I would like to be slapped in the face to be reminded that, hey, dude, this isn't what you said last week right? But when people sign up for the next quick thing, the next magical drink, the thing that's going to help you, oh, this promises to get you results in this many days. If it's on TV and it's promising you a six pack in six weeks, I mean, you have to question that, right? Because it never talks about the work that it takes. It never talks about the change that it takes. It never talks about the mindset shift. All they ever do is say, hey, take this magical pill, buy this magical machine, you know, run on this magical road and suddenly you're going to look like a supermodel. But in the meantime, you know, supermodels actually work really, really hard to look the way that they look. And most people are not willing to do it. It's the one percenters that do the hard work and then stay up there and maintain it. So number one, you got to figure out why the heck you're doing this. You know, what is your why? Understand that your why is fluid. Are you constantly checking in with yourself every week, every month, every three months to see, okay, well, what, where am I now? What is it that I want? What am I willing to do to get there, right? Number two, understand that if you diet, you will be dieting for the rest of your life. You need to make permanent change. There needs to be certain things that you just don't eat anymore. There needs to be certain things that you just don't think anymore. There needs to be certain people you just don't hang out with anymore. If you're going to change, if you want your results to be permanent, if you want to be a new person, you're going to have to act like a new person for the rest of your life. You know, people get nervous right about now. Well, what do you mean? Does that mean I never can have, insert your favorite food here? And I'm like, no, dude, you can totally have it. The question is, are you going to want it? Like when you're that brand new person in that brand new body with that brand new mindset, with a brand new appreciation for health, are you going to want to eat a triple decker cheeseburger? Are you going to want to stuff your face with pasta? I mean, if you do, I don't think our work here is done, you know, and that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, you aren't going to eat something once in a while, you know, whatever it is, right? Whatever moment. The point is you're going to have control. My job here as your coach or your future coach is to teach you how to have control, to make those choices, to make those decisions. Is this the right thing for myself right now? Am I making this decision out of emotion or out of logical decision? Am I feeding my craving or am I feeding my body? You know, and sometimes you're going to say, screw it, I'm having these potato chips and stop talking to me, you know. But like, at least you made that decision. It wasn't just a binge fest, you know. And and this is a long thing. This is not like something that's going to get I hate to say the word fixed because you're not broken, but it's not something that's going to improve on in 24 hours. You're going to, I always tell my clients, you're going to see these weight results off of your body. You're going to see the scale change. You're going to see your clothes fitting better. You're going to see all that way before you have permanent change in your mind. You know, it's something I contend for every day. I still tell myself that is emotional. That is a craving. That is not physical hunger. I have gotten very, very good at differentiating between physical hunger and emotional hunger. It's still there. I just choose not to feed it, you know? So 
the third thing I would say is don't get defeated when you feel that. You know, like I said, we're not fixing you. You're still going to know that ice cream tastes good. You still know that chocolate tastes good. You still know that your french fries taste good. It just means that you're choosing to walk away. You're choosing to make better choices. You're choosing to taste one and then have a salad. You're choosing to have long-term health instead of feeding that quick emotion where, I mean, the emotion's still there when you're done. It's not like the french fries get rid of your boss. It's not like the french fries make your kids go to bed any easier, you know? And so you have to ask yourself if it's worth it. And if you can start to do that and start to strengthen that muscle of, well, is this worth it? Is this what I want to be doing right now? Is this really going to get me to where I want to go? And start to teach yourself that long-term satisfaction, that ability to wait for the results to show up. You know, the quick fad diets show you, well, do this for one day and you're going to feel like this the next day. And what I'm teaching you to do in a long-term lifestyle change is do this for three months so that you can have the rest of your life down pat, so that you can feel good forever, so that you can be your healthiest you until your time on this world is done, you know? And then lastly, I just want to end off with this. I, I, I see a lot of people who promote body positive and intuitive eating and, you know, just you live once, eat the cookie kind of stuff. And I will say that that's not what intuitive eating is. Intuitive eating is actually listening to your body, understanding what a craving is, what emotional eating looks like, what physical hunger feels like, you know, how to contend for what you want and say, okay, well, if this is what I'm feeling right now, what do I need to do? Do I need to eat? Maybe I'm thirsty. Maybe I'm grumpy and I need to sleep. Maybe I need to talk to somebody. That's what, it, that's what being intuitive is. It's actually listening to yourself and then doing the right thing for yourself. Intuitive eating doesn't mean I'm really feeling like eating cheesecake. I'm going to eat cheesecake. You are, you are tricking yourself into believing an absolute lie if you think that that's what intuitive eating is. And I just think it's so dangerous when I see, you know, therapists and eating disorder uh, Instagram accounts and people who have a following on social media saying stuff like, you know, you only live once, just eat the cookie or you're going to die anyways. You might as well eat the cake. And I'm like, oh, wow. You know, would you say that about drugs? You only live once, you might as well do the ecstasy. Would you say that about alcohol? You're going to die anyways. You might as well just drink beer every single day, you know? You only live once. You might as well do the things that aren't good for your body because who gives a crap? Why is food separated out from other dangerous habits, from other dangerous things that people do? You know, food is an amazing thing that can nourish your body it does. It tastes delicious. God made it all different kinds of colors and shapes and textures. And I'm not going to say you shouldn't enjoy it when you sit down to an amazing grilled chicken salad and you're like, this tastes awesome. You'd, you'd have to be, you know, with no taste buds to not notice that. You know, I'm just saying, what are you feeding? Are you feeding your body so that you have energy and you feel good about yourself and you can attack the day, you know, the way that you should? Or are you feeding this monster within you that tells you to eat cheesecake because you're going to die one day. It, and I'm not making this up, guys. I saw this on someone's social media and it literally blew me away because she's supposed to be an eating disorder specialist who's recovering from an eating disorder herself. And it's like, that's the eating disorder talking. I know what they look like. I know people who have them. 
that's dangerous talk. And what's scary is that, like, hundreds of people were commenting, like, that's right. You know, and people post pictures of them, like, gorging on pizza. And I'm not saying not to eat pizza. I'm just saying, when are, when are you overdoing it? When is the line being crossed? When are you emotionally in a relationship with your food? And when are you able to understand that this tastes good, but that there's a time and a place and a time to stop and a time when you're full? Like, do you even know when you feel full? Because I've seen people say they're full and then order dessert. I know when I'm full, I've taught myself that and I never want to go over that feeling because then you start to not feel good, you know, and I will end off with this. Like your kids are watching. If you have kids or kids in your life, like your kids are watching and you think that you can give them all the health in the world. But if you do one thing and then say something else, they're just going to copy what you do and ask yourself the way that you're treating your body. Is that the way would you be proud of your kids treating their bodies like that? So, you know, I hope that this isn't hard to hear. I say it with love as I do with everything else. But I also say, you know, think about it. What is it that you're looking to accomplish? Because if you're looking to quickly diet, I mean, I can get weight off of anyone, but I'm looking to help people keep it off. I'm looking to help people be healthy. I'm looking to help people make permanent change. So yeah, if you eat a slice of pizza, great. It's not the end all be all. There is no wagon. You're not on or off the wagon. You're just healthy. You're just doing your life. And so if you eat pizza, great. What are you going to do next? Are you going to let that bring you down a road of fries and chocolate and ice cream and alcohol and whatever? Or are you going to take back control and say, all right, that was great. No guilt, no shame. It is what it is. I'm, you know, my next meal is probably going to be a salad and maybe some protein and I'll, I'll go drink my water and take my vitamins and call it a day, you know? And so I know it's next level and I know that most of you are just looking to diet and I know that most of you are just looking for skinny and I know that most of you aren't able to think at this high level of goal-oriented health thinking but if I could just give you a little bit of hope that it is out there and it is possible and it is achievable maybe it's something that you'll go after yourself maybe it's something that you'll say okay well I don't know if I can do that today but I'm going to try to shoot for that or just understanding that intuitive eating does not mean that you crave something so you go eat it you know the monster doesn't need to be fed we need to be taking back control and understanding that our emotions don't control us our goals do doesn't mean you're never going to have a piece of cheesecake ever again. I didn't say that either. All I said is who's in control here? The craving or you? Thank you for listening. I hope that you loved today's episode. Please do the following things. Share this all over your social media. Subscribe to my podcast and leave me a five-star rating. Till next time.